This episode of the Outside Podcast is brought to you by Monument Grills and their Denali 605 Pro Smart Propane Gas Grill. Featuring six main burners and an infrared side burner, the Denali Grill solves a lot of backyard barbecue complaints before they start. There's no waiting for the grill to heat up because the Denali heats to 700 degrees Fahrenheit in just 10 minutes. And you don't have to worry about uneven heat because the Denali features patented Blaze Zone technology for consistent temperatures across the whole grill. It also has a clear viewing lid, so you don't have to keep opening and shutting it. And Bluetooth app control for cooking without interrupting your conversation. The Denali 605 Pro is not just a grill, it's an experience. A juicy, delicious, perfectly seared, medium-rare experience. Upgrade your backyard game with the Denali 605 Pro at monumentgrills.com. And don't miss out on $45 off with the code OUTSIDE45. From Outside Magazine, this is the Outside Podcast. When I pitched this story to you, what made you want to assign it? I wanted to assign this story because I thought it was so funny that you were using the steam room. The steam room is like the the, the strangest, like most mildewy, like fluorescently lit spot. And I loved it. It had become sort of a sanctuary for you. <laughs> so that's a couple of my colleagues talking about, well, work. You see, at the start of every new year, Outside Magazine publishes a collection of stories that, internally at least, we call a lab rat package. This is because it requires that staffers test out trending health and fitness and lifestyle routines to see what they really do for us. Meaning, we are the lab rats. For 2022, the theme of our package was balance. At a moment when everyone was feeling burnt out, we wanted to help our readers find ways to struggle less and live more. Somehow, that ended up with me trying out the hashtag van life for 10 days, recording and editing podcast episodes inside a 50-square-foot sprinter van. It was mostly awesome, until a midnight windstorm outside of Leadville, Colorado, shattered the back window. And then there's the assignment that we gave to reviews editor Jeremy Relosa. Like a lot of people, Jeremy gets the blues during the winter, and he wanted to develop a habit that would brighten his days. And did he ever... For today's episode, Jeremy's going to share what he's learned about a practice that has made him a lot happier, even if it sometimes makes things a little awkward for those of us who work with him. So the Outside Magazine office in Santa Fe, New Mexico, has these spaces that many people who work here don't even know about. On the first floor, tucked into the corners of the men's and women's locker rooms, hidden behind frosted glass doors, are two steam rooms. Nobody ever uses them because, well, they're kind of gross. They date to the 1990s when Outside's founder built the office, and they've never been updated. Think small tiled rooms that smell like a wet swimsuit you left in the bottom of the laundry basket. To be honest, I find it strange that steam rooms were included in the design for a magazine headquarters. I mean, I like to think that 25 years ago, an executive imagined that someday an editor would make steaming the focal point of a story. But it's more likely that, in the midst of a 1990s wellness craze, they figured it was a luxurious amenity that would make our workplace feel classy and hip. I'm not sure that ever happened, though. 
When I first started working for Outside, I heard stories of an IT guy who steamed regularly. He'd walk down the hallway in a bathrobe like he was at the spa. That sounded pretty cool, and also weird. I had my first experience in the steam room in the spring of 2019, when an editorial fellow named Ruben Kimmelman dragged me from my desk one day. He insisted that we had to see if the thing even worked. We stepped inside the glass door, pressed a big button that says steam on it, heard a faint hiss, and then freaked out and turned it off, afraid that we'd just released toxic gas into the men's bathroom. But when we asked our building manager about the old steam room, he assured us that it worked perfectly fine. So the next day, Ruben and I brought our swimming trunks to the office, and that afternoon we had our inaugural session. It was moist, loud, and not warm at all. I stayed in there for about five minutes, then told Ruben, I don't like this, and I left. An hour later, he came by my office. Yo, he said, that thing gets hot. He wasn't kidding. And pretty much right away, Ruben and I had a new obsession. This surprised many of our colleagues. When did you learn that we had a steam room at the office? I think I learned that we had a steam room at the office when you made a Men of Outside Steam Slack channel. <laughs> um, and it became sort of a joke, mm-hmm. like largely, I don't know, manufactured or, or given energy by you. And then They laughed, but the Men of Outside Steam, it was real. Well, on Slack at least. Every guy at the office joined our group chat. Abby Baronian, my editor, who you just heard, referred to it as the outside frat. We sent steam memes to each other and joked about taking calls and doing work in the special tiled office. There was a lively discussion about ordering matching robes with our initials embroidered on them. And then I went for it. I scheduled a bona fide meetup in the steam room. I told the guys to bring their trunks and did a few test runs of the creaky operations. Ruben was right. It did get hot, though it took about a half hour to get there. On the day of the gathering, I did my best to clean up the room and tried to get rid of the mildewy smell, and then I turned on the juice and sat down to wait. Truthfully, I was nervous that nobody would show up, but soon enough, the editors started filing in. The door opened every 30 seconds. It was... Like a Seinfeld episode when the cast keeps bursting into Jerry's apartment. And it was glorious. I took a hazy selfie for the first ever Men of Outside Steam session. And I sent it to Abby. Naturally, she was inspired. And she organized a similar gathering in the women's steam room. With like nine other women editors. And we were all in there in our swimsuits and had Prosecco after work one day. And hung out in the steam room. So that was the first experience I had with the the women's steam room, at least. Right. Um, Is there any reason why you haven't used it again? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I have thought about it. Largely, like, being alone in this building creeps me out because it's big and dark. And I don't feel totally comfortable using it (laughs) mid-work day. (laughs) So I think – I feel like my options are, like, make one of my roommates come and steam with me or make one of our coworkers come steam with me or be alone in a big building. Right. (laughs) I mean, and it's, like, aesthetically the experience is not exactly what I would hope for out of a spa. Um, But maybe I'm too picky. (laughs) I am not picky. 
And in early 2020, I was getting my steamy office groove on pretty regularly. And then the pandemic hit. So I printed out a sign declaring a two-week pause of the men of Outside Steam Club. Of course, the pandemic lasted much longer than two weeks. After we all started working from home, our Slack channel died down, and the Steam Room just fell largely out of collective memory. The staple ingredients of a perfect summer are no secret. Sunshine, swimming, and backyard barbecues. The rest of it is just dressing on the side. So for the best summer, you need the best grill. And it doesn't get any better than Monument Grill's Denali 605 Pro. A premium six-burner smart gas grill that brings modern convenience to an age-old tradition. Crafted with stainless steel for durability, an infrared burner for faster, even heating, Bluetooth temperature monitoring, and a lid that lets you see what's going on on your grill without changing the temperature inside. It's a grill that's both sizzle and steak. Whether you're a seasoned grill master or just starting out, it's sure to impress. Your friends will be amazed by the Denali 605 Pro. Use code OUTSIDE45 for an exclusive discount and enjoy fast, free shipping. But then, last winter, Steam came back into my life. And this time there was a twist that made a huge difference. I was having a gloomy January. I was burnt out by work, and I was pretty lonely due to all the social distancing. I started looking into cures for the blues and found research suggesting that getting really hot is good for us. One study, published in the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health, found that sauna bathing can improve the overall health of people in high-stress occupations. As a human living through a global pandemic, that was me. But here's the twist. There's also research suggesting that cold therapy can alleviate some symptoms of depression. And actually, what might just be the best solution for someone feeling the seasonal blues is going back and forth between hot and cold. I learned that this combination is very popular in Finland, which, as you might have heard, was ranked the happiest country in the world, according to the 2021 World Happiness Report. So I called up a Finn for some advice. I actually went for a dip before we started this uh, conversation. This is Katya Pantsar. She's a Helsinki-based wellness researcher and author of The Finnish Way. The dip she's talking about? It's in ice-cold seawater. I had also gone for a dip in the morning. But by the late afternoon, I was feeling sluggish, and I'd probably had a few too many cups of coffee and then had been working on something that was not going as well as I had hoped. So I actually went out, walked down to the winter swimming spot and and went into the water, and then I had a sauna and got rid of uh, feeling really tired and stressed and a whole bunch of other things. Katia says the hot-cold combo triggers the release of these things called happy hormones in your brain. But she emphasizes that there's more going on here than brain chemistry. The whole awful-sounding notion of plunging into cold water is part of the Finnish concept of sisu. Sisu is essentially a unique form of Finnish fortitude in the face of challenges, big or small, So literally everything from, you know, the daily grind, uh, how do you 
keep everything in balance and make time to do things like get outside and maintain your mental and physical well-being. But it also looks at the big picture issues, how we can better take care of each other and the planet. The idea here is that mustering the gumption to voluntarily freeze your ass for a few minutes makes you stronger and more willing to face whatever challenge you might be up against. You don't need to run a marathon or win a war. It can be something as simple as getting yourself off the couch from, you know, in front of Netflix with your bag of potato chips or whatever, and going outside, doing something, meeting friends, talking to somebody. You're doing something with your situation instead of sitting around and going, oh gosh, it's dark and it's cold and I wish I was on a beach with a cocktail. It's like, no, let's turn this around. Let's look for a solution. Let's let's work with this and enjoy and embrace the elements and the weather and the situation. So that was it. I needed to go back to outside's empty, somewhat creepy office locker room and Sisu up. My early attempts at finding my Sisu did not go well. Since there was no cold plunge in the outside offices, I made do with a cold shower in the locker room. Katya kindly let me know that this doesn't have quite the same impact as truly immersing yourself in cold water like they do in Finland. When it's really cold, like it is now, it's about minus uh, seven degrees Celsius, we go for a swim outside in the sea or in a lake. We've cut away a hole in the ice so that we can swim. And, you know, you come out of the water and you feel totally refreshed. You have what's called swimmer's high. 99% of the people who come out of the water are just like, ah, you know, can't even remember what I was stressed about before I went in. That's great for the Finns. But for me, living in the high desert of New Mexico, a cold shower seemed like enough. Especially because, at first, I couldn't last more than 15 seconds before scurrying back to the steam room. But I kept at it, and with good reason. Besides the mental health benefits of hot-cold therapy, the research suggests that it might actually help me live longer. One study in 2015 found that just a few sauna sessions per week was linked to a significant decrease in sudden cardiac death, coronary heart disease, and overall mortality rates. There's also evidence that cold exposure can encourage cardiovascular health and reduce inflammation. After a couple weeks of effort, I solidified a routine. Every weekday after work at around 6pm, I'd alternate 8 minutes in the steam room followed by 2 grueling minutes in the shower. This ritual became my favorite part of the day. I'd bike home afterwards feeling energized and accomplished. Since few of my coworkers were coming into our office at all last year, I often had the entire building to myself. But not always. Can you tell me about the time where you came into the office a little after hours? Oh my god. Can you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. The story goes, 
I came in one evening, probably at like 6 or 7 p.m. to pick up a package, which like that means the office is closed, lights are off, whatever, yeah. um, mid-pandemic, and which means that nobody has really been in here, period. And to walk to the package pickup, I have to walk past the men's bathroom, and there's like one lone light on in the men's bathroom. And I don't even think there was a car in the parking lot. So I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and I hear music going and can like smell the steam coming out. And it was just you alone in the office mid-pandemic at like 7 p.m. steaming (laughs) and like jamming. And then, like all healthy habits, my steaming practice began to fade. After I took a road trip in March, I came back to a pile of deadlines. I was working long hours and just didn't feel like spending another half hour at the end of the day going between icy showers and a dank steam room. I had lost my sisu. Ironically, what helped me get back was more work. Editors were asked to submit ideas for our annual lab rat package, and I suggested hot cold therapy. I was given the assignment, so I didn't have a choice. Still, I knew I needed to adjust my approach if I was going to stick with it this time. Once again, I looked to the Finns for guidance. Helsinki-based wellness researcher Katja Pantsar told me that while her countrymen built up their sisu through hot-cold treatments, one of the best parts of it was the community. Finns frequently take their frigid swims and sweaty saunas together. She herself often takes her dips in the sea with other members of her swimming club. We actually have 500 members and I think about 300 on the waiting list. Right now, winter swimming is enjoying a huge boom in Finland. It became a wonderful thing to do during the pandemic when so many gyms and yoga studios and other kinds of places closed. As Katya explains it, there are benefits to communal treatments that go beyond the existing research. There are certain things that are measurable, you know, scientifically, but almost every researcher, every professor that I've spoken with has said, you know, the big challenge is we cannot scientifically measure human contact, what it means to talk to somebody or spill your beans about something that's really bothering you and get some support. That sounded just right to me, because while I missed the treatments, what I was really yearning for was the men of outside steam. My name is Evan Granger. I'm a video producer at Outside Magazine in Santa Fe, New Mexico. My coworker Evan hadn't actually been part of the initial men of outside steam group because he joined the team during the pandemic. Personally, I'd always been a fan of the dry sauna. I wasn't really sold on the concept of the steam. I didn't think it was hot enough. I didn't think it was, like, painful enough. But, of course, the outside steam room had a big advantage. It was free. So the first, like, proper steam, I got in there, and it kicked my ass, and it felt so good. And we came out rejuvenated. Our skin was glowing. And that was sort of the genesis of our steam room escapades. Through the summer and fall, we had a consistent hot-cold thing going. It was easier to be accountable for a routine with a partner. And we did more than just develop our sisu. We would decompress about our work days and have thoughtful conversations about stuff we were just dealing with in our lives. It felt great. 
And as the dark days of December and January approached, I wasn't really worried about getting the blues. I was coming into the winter with a full head of, well, you know. The first part of the routine is always showering off. I think that it, it, it helps if you are sort of moist before you even go into it. So yeah, we shower off, we stretch out, we queue up a playlist. We've been, we've been going with some sort of, you know, smoky jazz Spotify playlist recently. Of course, Omicron has messed things up for a bit, but that's okay. After two years of the pandemic and a whole lot of cold showers and hot steams, my sisu is strong. I can handle it. Honestly, I'm excited for the future of those dank tiled rooms at our office. After I turned in my lab rat assignment to Abby, we even talked about a bold new idea. I can't believe I'm saying this, but forget the men of outside steam. When it's safe to go back into the locker room together again, we will be the humans of outside steam. I'm it. I'll bring the Prosecco. <laughs> cool. Thanks, Abby. You're welcome. Thanks, okay, Jeremy. Cool. You can read Jeremy's essay about his attempt to be as happy as a Finn in the Jan Feb 2022 print issue of Outside Magazine. And the best way to get a copy is to become an Outside Plus member which also gives you access to all of our digital content, including exclusive videos, stories from our many sister publications, and exclusive deals on outdoor gear and adventure travel. Go to outsideonline.com slash pod plus and enter the code pod25 at checkout for a 25% discount if you're a new member. Katya Ponsar's new book, Everyday Sisu, comes out from Penguin Random House this March. This episode was written by Jeremy Rolosa and edited by Michael Roberts and me, Marin Larson. I produced this episode. Original music by Robbie Carver. Thanks to Joshua Rua at Kismet Music in Brooklyn for recording Jeremy. We'll be the humans. <laughs> Take me to your leader. We are the humans of outside steam. 